Tyson never did is do the mic. Here we go! He's killing it. Watch out! He's showing love and he's mad about it. Mad love. That's why we say. Come on, man. You already know. Mad love. Let your breath flow like water. Drink in the nourishment so balance don't falter. Walk in creation as all gods on your altar. Like rocks of Gibraltar, we stand strong yet softer. We foster upgrades, reprogram your DNA, shine in your airways, release you from your learned ways. We see you hardened by swordplay as we decode the haze. When lost in the maze, we help you climb towards volume and unity. Light shining individually, collectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. Listen. Shout out to everybody listening in, tuned in to QSJRadio.com. Special guest today, the Light Warriors. Uh, before that, I am your host, Traffic Light. If you guys want to call me Dave Traffic the Goat, whatever the hell it is, you know, we here for that. <laughs> Um, I just want to give a special shout out to the Light Warriors for coming in. Uh, at least three of their hundred members, really just seven, uh, are going to come in here and you'll see the screen flip for those who are watching and those who have audio that probably won't matter to you. But anyways, inspired by a survival of joy. Within the current onslaught on negativity, Light Warrior channels the subtitle realms in every note and bringing love in action, blending rock, funk, reggae with global indie sensibility, uh, sensibilities to create a unique and familiar boundaryless sound. Uh, originally formed as a solo project in 2006 by Eric uh, Rabaska. He's a guitarist and uh, Vox. Vox, is that, a, is that an instrument? Vox's vocals, baby. His vocals. Okay, good luck <laughs> in New York City. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm new to this stuff. Nah. It's all good, man. I'll walk you through it. <laughs> uh, Light Warriors has originally grown to seven, has organically grown to seven members with Stephen, John, Baptiste at drums, uh, Chris Brewer at sax, Jamar Jabari at percussion and vocals, Herm Mayer at keyboards, Angel uh, Sanchez at bass, and guest percussionist Marcus Schwartz, who all believe we can achieve the no more division in their sing-along urges. Um, So, Eric, I know that you've been a part of this for a very long time. What is this no more division? What what is this um, mission right there? Yeah, sometimes, you know, like... (laughs) media is so negative and people only hear negativity first so sometimes you got to stop them with a double negative so no more division is really just a plea to the world for enough of this because you know we're all born naked we all die we all bleed red we're all really from the single source of dna um ethiopia the land of origins and the, the truth is is that the differences that the media creates and the algorithms create for us and the differences of opinion um, only feed the extremes. The, the truth is, is that that's a, that's a real small percentage of the entire population of the of the world. And so, you know, we really believe that um, you know the differences between us aren't that great. And and music being the universal language and the healer and the ultimate communicator, that's that's our vehicle. Big shout out to that. Shout out to everybody listening in. Eric Robosco, the uh, lead guy here, right? This is. Everybody calls you a, a genius uh, from your bandmates, at least. Uh, we That's have Stephen. Stephen JB is here with us. Thank you so much, Steve, for you know eating dinner with us on the on the side. And you know, if you guys didn't know, pasta and salmon is a thing. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. You gotta eat. You gotta eat. And uh, Jamar, Jamar uh, is is basically the guy that put this all together. He didn't want to be selfish, and he went and got the crew. So shout out to you, Jamar, for coming here and talking to us. Um, how did this get together, Eric? How did the Light Warriors first start? And I really want to know when you believe the old Light Warriors fell apart. I want to know that part, sure, too. Sure, sure. Uh, well, it started really uh, as a singer-songwriter project. And I figured... Um, at the time, I was doing a lot of meditation and a lot of uh, introspection. I was in a transition 
Uh, I'm a little bit older. I, I, I was, I'd had a career in corporate America, and I was coming out of that. And I needed healing because uh, not, that, not that everybody doesn't need healing, but I, I really just wanted to find some peace. Um, and music has always been that vehicle. So a lot of the topics that I talk about are healing, spirituality. And uh, I put together a record just because I had to do it. I didn't have any plan. I didn't have any dream of making something bigger than it was. I just wanted to make some music. And so I put together that first record, Survival of Joy, in 2015. I think I released it early 2016. And then people said, this is great. You got you to gotta get out there. And I needed a band sound to really, really cover the, the depth of, of the music because there's a lot of layers on the recordings. Um, so I had uh, started to use a lot of uh, day, you know, gig guys, professional giggers, uh, guys who are just ridiculous musicians, studied it in school, play every day. Um, I had a couple of combinations that stuck together for a little while, but I really had to roll like you know three to four deep in every position: drums, bass, guitar, keyboards, because you never knew who was available or who was touring. Um, so that went on for a couple of years, and then uh, I would say in 2017, 2018, I, I did raise the frequency, had a little bit of help on that, um, got uh, a really amazing. Uh, well, well known in in the recording industry, mixer to, to actually mix validation for me. So um, wow, because this guy works with the top of the top of the line. Yeah, and and he didn't have to take my project, and you know he he can pick and choose basically. Yeah. So um, you know, really really kind soul, and I and I learned a lot through that process. And then I had um like a short term lineup that lasted you know a handful of months. Uh, and then, you know, one person moved to California and somebody else went to school somewhere and it, it was wow. just like impossible to keep a band together. Meanwhile, I've at, at, by between 2015 and 2018, I probably did like 200 gigs, uh, whether it was solo or whether it was with bands and stuff. So I was gigging, gigging like mad. Um, because this is ultimately live music. Uh, when we talk about the subtle realms, you know, the subtle realms is that energy between people who are receiving and people who are giving and ultimately we give to each other you know if the, if the audience isn't reacting there's no way i can give back it's going to be like a really you know stale vibe in the room but um so the combination of of people on stage needs to be really linked you know really unified in order to help elevate the spirits of everybody which is ultimately what we're about you know how do we how do we unify people? So I would say, to answer your question, this is kind of a long-winded uh, startup, but to answer your question <laughs> so on when it, when it fell apart, it fell apart in 2018, early 2018 for me because I got sick of dealing with people canceling on me at the last minute, and you know I was uh, I was I, ju I was just burnt out after a few years of that. So I started doing uh, performing these songs solo at open mics, which is where I met Steve and Jamar, and and particularly Angel Sanchez. Uh, all those guys are in a band called Southwind Social Club. Shout out to Southwind. We love you guys. Um, really good, good cats. They're playing funk, soul, um, Afrobeat, a little bit of reggae, you know, which is kind of what our ultimate vibe is. You know, we, we mix a lot of different styles and, and blend them all together. So, uh, yeah, we, we were, you know, we got to know each other over a handful of these uh, open mics. Um, what was the name of that? It was oh, it was Art Street. Yeah, shout out to Art Street. Because yeah, it wasn't Art for Street. Art, it wasn't for Two Art Ball Street. Crew. Two Ball Crew, yeah. Big shout out to those guys. Because if it wasn't for those guys, I never would have met the current band. Um, and Angel came to me in like middle of 2018. He said, I like what you're doing. I want to get involved. And he and I uh, would trek into Brooklyn with a drummer, play at this tiny little restaurant for like three or four months at a time, every Friday night or every Saturday night. And... Uh, Fast forward to 2018, um, that situation kind of dissipated, and uh, Steve and, and Jamar and, and Chris had a gig at uh, Three Sheets in New Haven, and the rest uh, over the last few years is, I guess they say, history. You know, we, we got New Haven, Connecticut, five. correct? That's right. That's right. New Haven, Connecticut. Okay. Okay. And we did that gig and uh, home of the Bulldogs. Oh, nice! <laughs> nice Mecca of pizza. Trivia. What? Trivia now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, New Haven has the best pizza in the country, apparently. What? <laughs> Question mark in my head. I'm yeah, a... I, I know. I know it's hard. To, <laughs> I know it's hard to believe, but even people from New York 
come all the way from New York to New Haven specifically for their pizza. Big shout out to everybody listening in, tuning in to QSJ Radio. Uh, supposedly, we are uh, talking about pizza now. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, believe it or not, like um, I know a little bit of that Connecticut history uh, because that's when I first started my grind. It was going towards Hartford, New Haven, Stanford. I did see something that we're going to talk about because I guess you guys performed at one of their big uh, live events. Uh, uh, I, I, it looks like a week ago. Um, yeah, last month. Yeah. That's that's nice. That's really nice. And we'll talk about that here in a second. So now, Stephen J.B. Jamar, when Big E comes up to you guys and talks about forming uh, a band and getting together, you guys got to like question mark in your head i don't know did you know already about eric or you know did you catch a vibe whoever whoever well, first well i'll go first i was seeking eric out because i wanted to learn more about and this is that everything i asked for and trying to like grow as an artist and a musician is exactly what I'm like learning off of just being under Eric. I got to say that just off the bat. Mm. I, I love the experience. Um, even when there's times because I had to fall back and learn more and I'm still learning more. You're always going to keep learning to this day. You know, even all the greats still take, um, still take practice lessons all the time, 24 seven. And that, that's the type of growth and understanding that I felt I wasn't getting where I was at. And it automatically captivated me to also be a part of it. And I also was a fan of Eric's music as well, too. Uh-huh. Um, before I even joined, um, I was listening to his music um, before that. And I was like, wow, it's just amazing. Because when I heard him sing the songs at Art Street, I was like, yo, this shit is fire. What the fuck about this? I'm a music guy. Like, I'm just like, I always try to keep in the local scene, you know? Like, I've run open mics and stuff like that. Now, I've been trying to build and do open mics for years, and I finally am in the place to do that. So, when I when I first met Eric, and then I heard his music, I was, it always stayed in my mind. And then later on, forward to more because I'm new to my best friend that's the uh the horn player. Um I was like Chris let's 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 jam with Eric let's vibe with Eric let's see what's going on with Eric and that's how we we ended up joining Light Warriors. Yo E did you know did you know all that? I did. I did not. This is the first time I'm actually hearing it. Yeah, because I was hearing it in your oh, wow. voice. Like, love, wow. love you guys, man. I love you, man. So thank you, Jamar. <laughs> I know. Steve is probably like, I just wanted to join a band, right? Like, no. <laughs> How did you know my answer? <laughs> no, nah, to be honest, because it, it, it really is like, that. like, um, like Jamar said, he, he's just trying to learn as much as possible and play with more people, so then you could, you know keep uh like sharpening your skills you know sharpening your craft and all that stuff and naturally i'm just like a drummer like i play with anybody i'll go to any open jam i won't i wouldn't like join a band like that fast but like playing with eric wasn't like joining a band it was just like playing with a friend so mm-hmm. over time it turned into a band just like the way southland social that we was with before it turned into a band because we was playing with friends and then we just built chemistry. So I guess most of the people that we were around just had this chemistry and it just gravitated towards whoever we ended up around. And Eric kind of had his own niche going when we was building this chemistry at the same time. So it was like a momentum shift. That's how I seen it. But it wasn't like, oh, I don't think, I don't even think Eric said, can you be in my band? I, I never got like an invitational like that. It was just like a gravitation thing. Like people, uh-huh. just, we just started playing with each other, and then there was opportunities here and there. It's like, can you can you play with me here? Yeah, sure, I'm open. Whatever, why not? And now now this is where we at. The light yeah, I was real real scared to commit actually at that time too because you know I'd had uh, all those really 
not I mean good experiences because you're always playing playing is always a great experience but to kind of do the constant band shuffle I was like ah you know do I really want to do this um but I love these guys and and you know we really have uh, a great chemistry as Steve was talking about and um you know I remember one gig that I had where uh it was through Art Street Collective and it was I think at the uh, someplace in Greenwich and we were, uh, I had brought up my nephew and his friend, uh, they, they play in other bands, and we were just a trio, and we did this one song called The Sounding of the Trumpets, and I remember Steve, like, kind of hanging on the side, and this is one of those songs with a lot of movements, uh, and when we hit the, the first movement uh, after the main group, Steve was like, whoa, you know, like, he just had this really joyful expression, uh, and, and I only know it because he was, like, right in my line of sight when I was playing. When we hit the middle section, which is crazy, I, I, I saw I just saw his eyes light up and I was like, Ah, there's somebody who gets it. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I was I was you know, I was like, Yeah, let's let's play together and just see where it goes. Um and it's evolved. It's evolved really organically, really naturally. So I see that Dave, sounding of the trumpets is a sick fucking <laughs> song. You gotta listen to that when you get a chance. Sounding in the trumpets. Got it. Big fucking song. All right. <laughs> Eric's number one fan is in the building. You guys know that. Shout out to that. Did you hear that? That was crazy. <laughs> wow. Thank you for that. Open up wide to the sound. Radiating color and emotion. Hear the depths of the road. Let's travel. are forming up 12 months before we we were all about to go crazy over not being left outside right get inside don't do the live thing um what did you guys do to try to keep a name alive because now that now the band looks different now the band is going somewhere else with it what did you guys do to try to keep that momentum and then when everything would slowly open back up how would you yeah. get back together yeah i'm gonna let y'all answer that because i'm a i i was i i have a different person okay cool <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll i'll start it off and then and then we'll we'll kick it to to kick it to the guys um we we had recorded we had we had spent a week in february of 2020 recording just before lockdown uh and then we had a couple of gigs you know, I remember we were thinking about canceling two gigs right the weekend right before they announced lockdown. Remember that, Steve? We were like, uh, we played a couple of local gigs. We played one here and, and we did one out in Bayshore. We had like a Friday and a, su- a Saturday. Uh, Friday in Norwalk, Connecticut and um, a Saturday in Bayshore, Long Island. And they were both really cathartic gigs because we didn't know when we'd get a chance to do it again, you know? It was wild, and the vibes are really strong on both of those gigs. So I, I don't know that any of us consciously talked about how do we survive a pandemic. You know, we just lived through it. Um, the next thing that came up was June uh, was the Juneteenth version that we released of uh, an earlier mix of of one, and we did that to raise money. You know, because that was in the wake of um, all the Black Lives Matter protests that summer. You know, and raise money for NAACP Legal Defense Fund and a, a, a lesser known organization called the Brotherhood Sister Soul who train the next generation of uh, leaders in, in uh, urban centers and uh, really you know pick and pick out the best and, and, and train them and, and, and raise them up through uh, you know education and, and, and really good community service and everything so really great organizations um, that we were proud to donate you know a hundred percent of our our sales too. We didn't, we didn't, you know, we raised as much as we could, but you know, we're not superstars or anything, but we, we have a service element, you know, Still, yes. and, 
and we're all really, you know, I mean, Jamar's, uh, you know, his other profession is activism. So, you know, we have, we have that in our DNA. We really care about doing the right thing and being, you know, being with the times and just trying to be on the right side of history. The right side of history. What, which yeah. version is that? It's called the Juneteenth version. It was just really to raise money and, um, and try and support the cause. But uh, the, the book of one that came out earlier this year, we took that mix and we made it a lot stronger. Big shout out to everybody listening. If you just tuned in, we have the Light Warriors in built in half or two thirds of their team. Uh, I don't know math. Uh, <laughs> Eric, Steven, Jamar in the building. Steve, um, what was your perception of what was going on uh, during pandemic as a musician and part of Light Warriors? That's kind of hard to answer because when the pandemic was happening, I barely knew it was happening. Like everything was just moving smoothly. Yeah, there was like okay. a lot of stuff going on with the media and people around me is like, oh, this is going on or this is what people are saying or wear your mask or we can't do this and we can't do that. But I was still playing like everywhere. So <laughs> I was working regularly. I was you know, playing with the Light Warriors and with um, Southland Social uh, Club. I was going to open jams and stuff like that or whatever was available. So the pandemic didn't really do much to me. But um, I know when it comes to our gigs and as a collective, we, like Eric said, we didn't have like a conversation about how we were going to get through it. We just lived through it. And mm-hmm. whatever happened, happened. Like we took we took it one day at a time we talked to each other whenever anything came up any current events that came up that might get in the way of anything we're doing we would just talk to each other in the group chat and make sure that we're all like on one page and jamar jamar the the activist i know this basically was a, <laughs> you basically said i have a different perception so what was what was it like you know and and knowing that yeah. you were part of a, a team oh, that could make a difference Look, man, March, 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 when we first went in lockdown, that's what really struck a chord for me. I was in quarantine for three weeks. It changed a lot of my mindset. It changed. It made me, I, I, I was like dealing with depression. All this stuff was flaring up. And the only thing that was a saving to me um, was meeting this beautiful woman that I'm still with right now. And we are like, this and stuff like that. Like she literally helped me get through the darkness. Um yeah, the band, we were just, you know, we're we're, we're like, oh, I don't think we're gonna do this gig. I don't think we're gonna do that. And I was just like, I need to stay focused on this band. I need to I need to make sure that I know this music and all this stuff. And it's just it was just dark. It was dark in the beginning. Twenty twenty for everybody in America definitely will say twenty twenty was fucked. Yeah. Just fucked up. Um, yeah. With the election on, on top of um, the but, pandemic, you know? Jesus. George Floyd. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of shit. A lot of shit happened. And I'm sorry for cursing. I didn't mean to curse. Now nah, you good. I'll be, I, I think I say a few okay. swears here and there. I think I do. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, this is so, you know, it's so crazy because. <laughs> A lot of you guys don't know, and I know a lot of people in the in the, in the chat don't know, but th- there's a lot of backgrounds in this band right now. Not everybody grew up the same or even have the same lifestyle, and they're they're making this work. So yeah, keeping it a hundred is is basically you know your guys' main focus anyway. So so you know go ahead, do your thing. It was crazy. It was nuts. I, c- yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't was, even believe. It it, it, you you know, know, social media was not supposed to do this, <laughs> right? It wasn't supposed to do this. <laughs> no, no. And I'll tell you, like, I, I, I was actually at the forefront of social media marketing back in like two thousand five, six, seven, because I was working in an agency. Um, you know, one of those media agencies. I was part of an uh, called the Word of Mouth Marketing Association. Okay. And I, I don't even think the band knows this, but I actually wrote the ethics clause in the influencer guidelines for uh, national outreach to, to influencers. Now, back then, influencers what? weren't posers. <laughs> influencers were not people who were 
you know, just flashing their tits and, you know, smiling and throwing yeah. out some, some bullshit, you know, live your life on a, on a, you know, smile and, you know, be positive, uh, positive only. That's yeah. a whole bunch of fucking bullshit. It is. Um, influence, what real influence was thought leaders and engaging, uh, on, on, you know, content on a deep way, you know, engaging in, you know, how do we, how do we build community? You know, how do we really do it? How do we, how do we listen to each other in a way that allows us to get to know each other so that we can just see each other. And then that brings the healing, right? So I was stuck in corporate America front lines of what is now become a complete and total shitstorm. It was a soul uh, soul killer for me. I actually wrote a song uh, called Industry Soul Killer that (laughs) a reference to the, um, you know, yeah, exactly. It's really about the entire industrial complex, but it does, it does reference so the, the advertising complex. <laughs> Fire! Go stream that. Like, right? Yo, let's do that real quick. Let's take a quick break. Let's take take a quick break real quick uh, and introduce the one, the Juneteenth version. Flow like water, drinking the nourishment so balanced, don't falter. Walk in creation as all gods on your altar. Like oxygen, we stand strong and soft. For everybody just tuned in, that is one the Juneteenth version available on Bandcamp right now. You guys should be seeing it on the chats. Um, if you guys are not, don't worry, we'll definitely drop that uh, for you guys later on. The link tree is also on the description of this live video if you guys want to follow them on Instagram and all those uh, special places. Um, We're trying to get to a thousand. Yo, oh, we're trying to get to Almost a thousand. Did. Let's go, Almost let's did. go. Organically, by the way. <laughs> yes, not paid. Nice, nice. That's 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 a little rough, but whatever. <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> you know, the industry the industry wants to see like ten thousand, twelve thousand, twenty thousand people before they even talk to you. And uh what they don't realize is most of those people have bought those engagements. Yeah. And, and you know, I I talked I talked to uh, an, a, an I talked to a manager on Tuesday about things like that, and you know, not once has the guy talked to me about social media. You know, he's, he didn't talk to me about like where an artist should be in his social media ranks. It was just crazy. But when you try to pitch your band, you know, uh, it they. They won't talk to you unless you're viral. And it's yeah. like, how do you go viral? You know, it's it, it's it's all marketing, <laughs> man. It's it's all that stuff that I used to do. All the big biggest brands in the world use the same methods. And you have to have money. It That's is really it, it is money. All day. I'll be bad broke. All on shit. Like, come on, man. Copycat. That, yo, and then I'm over here. I'm asking for sponsors. I'm like, yo, six dollars. I will name your name brand, and nobody's six dollars. I'm just uh, asking for six dollars. Six dollars at Chick Fil A, like, like it's nothing. So for I, real, I like, I can I please? Jeez. I know what you mean. It's ridiculous. I'm laughing because I'm feeling this. I literally am feeling this right now, like. It's it's not a tea company that got fire ass tea. I was like, yo. Just like fifty bucks, fifty bucks. I'll throw it on my podcast. I'll do a whole beautiful yo right setup for y'all and everything, <laughs> right? Oh, you know, cause you're a podcaster. You know this because it's like yo. Let I will say lovely. <laughs> my viewers, they, they you know they. Oh come on, man. But anyways, that's a whole different grind. <laughs> it's a whole different yeah. grind. It's constant though, you know. Like that's that's part of the game, and so. Like, I think it has to, you know, there's a, this notion of what success is, right? You know, like, how do we, how do we think about what is success? To us, success, success is what we've already achieved, you know? Like, we've got organic growth. We're playing good gigs. We're playing big gigs. We keep growing. We keep learning. And we, uh, you know, we're making what we think is really good music that hopefully people will 
think about and engage with and feel on a spiritual level, on a social level, and just, you know, just vibe uh, for hopefully years to come, you know. It's a slow build, you know, and 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 every every year is is a, is a blessing, you know. Anybody who gives us time, because everybody's just getting anybody's attention is impossible today. You know, yeah, there's too many options. I know you probably saw that post. You probably were like, "What is he talking about?" Well, I get mad. I get it's not it's not support for the light warriors. It's support with the others, and I'm like, so you weren't there just to let you know I got another one, right? It's like. You weren't there. I got another one. And, yeah, I saw the comment where it was like, every any ear is, you know, he's bringing it back. He got some comedians in him, man. That's, that's how you bring stuff back. Like, you remember? That was me. Yeah, yeah. Was <laughs> at, the risk, at the risk of sounding like, you know, like a hippie, which I'm not. Um, but, <laughs> but at the risk of sounding like a hippie, I was gonna I will, say that. Like you guys are modern day hippies. No, no but not at all. No, man. Let because, me clarify. Because, and, and yeah, actually, exactly to Steve's point, we're gonna clarify because you know, I think I think hippies are just seeking escape, and we're seeking truth mm. and reality. Uh, okay. Um, but so at the risk of sounding like a hippie. Uh, there is something that happens with intention and with with positive energy. You know, when you when 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 we let go of expectation uh, and just do and be, things actually happen. Things happen naturally. You know, and and this this past year is a is a testament to that because the gigs that we got, the amazing gigs, Hope Rocks Festival up in Saugerties, New York. Um, you know, bitter uh, end, bit, oh, bitter yeah. end in New York City. Uh, the Bijou Theater in Bridgeport, Connecticut, to start off our our, our tour in this year, um, mm. and uh, the biggest one of all, which is the local that happened in Stanford, Connecticut, opening for John Baptiste. You know, all that happened without us having to seek it. It all all of that came to us. Nice. You know, That's so nice. Like th- you just keep doing your thing, man, and it's gonna it's gonna happen. So don't worry about. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I don't care. I'm going to just flip out. You know what I mean? I got high blood pressure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be good. (laughs) High blood pressure crew. (laughs) And no, PC, you know, everybody got their passions, right? And my passion is just, you know, just deep into the human story because we all have these things right the whole thing that happened in 2020 that was that was not everybody worried about public health was worried about what they believed in is a is a is a is a real thing like there is a lot of different minds out there and i'm one to understand a lot i'm 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 (laughs) big shout out to Lori in the chat telling me to lay off the salt i'm going to have chips so <laughs> it's, hard. it's hard. I love you though. You know I'm just I hope she knows I'm playing. I hope she knows. She doesn't know what I'm playing. But anyways, like there's so much minds out there. So my little my my little thing is just, you know, tell people stories and and try to understand them. I'm not going to side with everybody. I'm not going to, you know. Uh I think the only mission that everybody forgets that we have as humans is surviving because it doesn't really matter if it's you know, a, a religion, a race, or, or even, you know, scientifically, we're all just trying to survive. The end goal is to find out where, where, where did this all start, you know, and can we find peace when mm. we, when we uh, do find it? Um, and, you know, I, I don't like to get that little deep because a lot of people are like, you're crying, you're crying. And I'm like, look, I, I need to cry right now. You know, I need, I need to let out those, those parts of me through, through other humans and 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 you know it's it's i i hope i sound like i make sense but totally totally man you yeah. know you everybody's got the right with- oh look man go ahead steve sorry i think the same way dude <laughs> i'm telling you man i'd be feeling so bad when i step on an ant no i don't but the thing is it's like it's like you know there's other creatures this <laughs> i do for real um but I do. I. I. It's. It's just other creatures on this earth. Now I don't want to sound like I'm. I'm modern day hippie or stuff like that because it's not. I'm just trying to really understand where us as a as a species believe that we 
we are the only ones that are supposed to survive here, right? Like those are things like this very selfish beings that we have become regardless of kind of background or stories or destinies people are trying to have is very, very selfish and it's okay. You know, I'm not trying to sell you not to be, but I, I need to hear those stories and I'm hearing it through you guys right now. Um, but I just want to know, uh, this is a question for Eric. And of course it's going to go towards the band is why do we need so many remixes? Like that's, I got to know this part because now I know there's a lot of collaborations going on in there, which is really lovely, but why so many, why are we stuck on, on one? Yeah. The power of oneness, right? I mean, that's, that's the simplest answer I can give you. Um, there are many, and you said it yourself. There's lots of stories, lots of perspectives and, and oneness isn't just about, human oneness it's about oneness with the earth oneness with your god oneness with the spirit oneness with the universe uh energetic oneness we talked a little, a little bit about that earlier you know how do you create that that real time vibe together that that gives people an experience and gives them some healing um so the project uh we got a lot of people involved because it was um a benefit for why hunger uh for those who don't know why hunger they uh their mission is uh nutritious food is a human right not just any crap that anybody can make and produce and get through the supply chain but real nutritious food and so that's about self-determination it's about a a lot of things obviously um and they uh been an organization for like 50 years almost founded uh, co-founded by a folky named harry chapin so he i think he was a hippie and so we won't judge him, but you know, he, <laughs> you know what? It's okay, right? But he, I, I love hippies, man. I do. I, I, I do really too, do. man. I do. It's, it's crazy. I know I'm giving hippies a hard time, but I, I, I love them. Um, but yeah, you know, so Harry Chapin co-founded this organization, and I got uh, actually, if it wasn't for hippies, I would probably wouldn't be involved in this. I was involved in a uh, networking group based around the Grateful Dead, and I'm not even the biggest Grateful Dead fan, but. Uh, like is they called Wall Street Dead Ahead. Really good group group of people, kind people in the system, on the front lines, trying to make the right decisions, trying to do good, real collaborations, and not and kind of buck the evil Wall Street trend. You know, like there's good and bad on on all sides in every situation, and so you, you can't have yin without yang, and you've got to be able to find like the middle ground in order to move things forward. So uh, anyway, uh, why hunger uh, was something that the band really believed in. And uh, a lot of the artists uh, that we asked to be involved with, they, they basically donated their time. All of them did, actually, because they knew that it was uh, charity-based. And, and how do we raise awareness around this? This is a really great cause because talk about oneness. If we, if we aren't one with the earth, climate change is going to destroy all the good soil that makes the food that nourishes the body. And we can't, you know, none of us can live without food and water. And so uh, if we can't all if everybody in the world can't get behind making that better and politicize uh, this climate change bullshit, uh, you know, and block changes for that, then then we're fucked. Humanity is completely fucked. So, um, yeah, we talk about a lot of issues and, and a lot of different perspectives of oneness. And I think that's why we have all these different versions. Big shout out to that. Shout out to E. So I call him E. I'm calling him Eric and his yeah, Rabaska, right? Rabaska? Rabaska. Yeah. I'll say it like that. So you guys are mentioning Connecticut a lot, which is really, really cool. Um, I know. Are you guys based out of New York City? No, mm-hmm. no. I used to be, but no, we're, we're Connecticut. We're between. Shout out to CT. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, All right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, where are we? <laughs> Stanford, Stanford to New Haven, Stanford, New Haven, Bridgeport. <laughs> Yeah. We're in all, we're all over, Sherlock. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so last month, Stanford's biggest event, Live at Five, an outdoor event um, that came back, uh, and you guys were out there uh, performing. I used to do events there. I know it gets oh, lovely. It's... Yeah. It gets beautiful. <laughs> it gets... I'm so jealous I missed. No way you missed it. I'm so jealous. I had to work. <laughs> oh, my I God. I saw all the pictures. I saw the video. I was like, oh, man. 
Live at five. I probably I don't I don't know, but that's different from a nightclub or uh, or a, a band indoor setting. How was that for um for those guys who went? Go ahead. Steve. I let um I've ever since I heard about Live at Five, I've I've been going like for the past two years, and um this Live at Five, we kind of kicked it off. And it was like in a new location because Stanford, they they built this whole new park. So they had a bigger stage than the usual Live at Five, wow. which are like closer to the bars. To the clubs and, and so the bar. Now, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now they made a park literally just for that venue. So it could fit way more people now. And um, it, it, it just looked like a whole bigger experience. So being, being the first band to kick it off this year on that type of stage was just like monumental it reminded me of like i go to a lot of music festivals so it was almost like going to a governor's ball or like an afro punk it was a stage like that so to be on that stage in the hometown that we're from well i'm from stanford so is uh eric so to be there on that stage was just like there was no words hometown stuff right there wow Wow. It was, it was epic. It, it was had really to epic. be. It had to be. I got to see something. I got to see something. I got to see this stuff because it's on YouTube, baby. I went I went yeah. to Yeah, if you guys please go ahead and follow Light Warriors on YouTube, all social medias. They're available uh and they're 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 hoping to get a thousand follows. So, hit them up. The um the Live of Five uh, was crazy. As my brother used to DJ in 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 Stanford, I I think he still does. Um, and he, he he was like, just to let you know, Third Eye Blind's coming to town, right? And I'm like, I'm out, right? Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> it was like instant, right? And so I, I get the chance to get in because I got I'm acting like staff, and it was when Live at Five was around the bars. And yeah. uh, I was like, okay, cool, boom. I had the camera. I'm over here acting all. <laughs> and then uh, Third Eye Blind comes on, and I'm like, I lose it, right? Because it's like whatever. But if you guys are saying they set it up way different, and it was already crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yo, did they let you have a solo? The jealousy that's growing in <laughs> Bro, I want to know if Steve had a solo. Like, no, I, I oh. didn't have a solo. I had a, I had a percussion moment with um the other percussionist, uh, Marcus, and No More Division, but I didn't have a solo. I'm oh, glad okay. Solo. But y'all had like a too much. yo, you was too way, too much <laughs> way too much pressure for me. I'm just you know they always them. give it. They always give it to somebody. <laughs> Throw a little razzle dazzle. That's true. They they always give the drummer some solos. But true. I've been talking to the band about not doing that, so I'm glad that they're with me with that. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're fully. Well, you can do it though. You're a beast, man. We call you the Pocket King. You yeah, the yeah, it's coming. King. It's coming. That's nice. He'll, he'll, he'll nice. get plenty of solos on big stages. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, this gig was such a miracle that it even happened because the way to get it is uh, an online application. So who knows how many hundreds or even thousands of bands applied we got the we got the email what like two weeks uh ahead of the, the gig they said you've made the finals mm-hmm. and um the, uh, well i'm like all right whatever you know <laughs> is this for yeah. real is this bullshit yeah that's, it, an email. that's it's an email it, yeah. those yeah. are like spams yeah. wow just like, so uh, and then um they said it's going to go to a selection committee and we're like oh, i was just like whatever i wasn't banking on it um, but I, we did secure the date uh, to make sure most of us can make it because it was short notice. And then, uh, and then the week before, we get, hey, you guys are in. The artist has chosen you, and he chose us because of because of one. I, and I think one really resonates with him because John Baptiste himself is his latest album is ridiculous. He's singing about oneness, and he gets up and preaches and, and like he's saying stuff on stage to the audience that. And and Steve and I looked at each other like, wait a minute. That's the shit that I say. <laughs> it's I'm like so all jealous. the same stuff, you know? Like, was it's, he watching us? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, I wasn't there. <laughs> We've been saying this and for John years. And John Marquise is a problem. 
John Batiste is freaking nasty. When yeah, I saw this video, he was pulling yeah, out like mad different instruments. Like I was like, what? Yeah, this is not an instrument he can't play. He played, I think, the sax, the guitar, the piano, the melodica. I mean, he was mm-hmm. killing that night. And it was so inspiring to watch him and his band. Like, it really gave us a jolt. We, we, were, we, were, we were blessed to be a part of that. That was amazing. That's, that's cool. Experience. Especially, especially that it all happened because of the 17,000 remixes you got. No, let me stop. <laughs> I'm not trying to play. Uh, these songs are lovely. These songs are Have lovely. You yeah, I got them all. I'm I'm about to I'm about to play one of my favorites right now. Sydney's a real interesting guy, man. He uh, he's repatriated Jamaican via America to Ethiopia, and um, what? He, he, Say that he, again? Like he's a, yeah, yeah. He's a repatriated <laughs> Jamaican via America, where he actually worked on Wall Street for a short period of time, I think, and um, and then uh, you know in in um, Rastafarian repatriation is a big thing, right? You want to go back to the motherland, yeah, and so. Uh, he actually did it, and he uh, landed in Shashamani, and they've got, um, you know, community. Like, talk about building community. He's building community there. And, you know, Rastafarianism, he's 12 tribes of Israel. Rastafarianism has got a lot of different strands of, uh, of uh, um, you know, factions. And he, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a golden rule guy, you know, treat others as you want to be treated. Ah. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to meet him uh, in, in early 2018 when I went to Ethiopia myself for a, a delegation. There was like 70 people from around the world, spiritual leaders, musicians, activists. Uh, and we did some peace work and some, you know, goodwill humanitarianism, went, went all over the country um, and did a concert in Addis Ababa. Uh, and I'll tell you this crazy story, man. We, um, the, 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 the organization that sponsored it was called Unity Earth. Um, and we were doing uh, a concert called You Day. Uh, and you could be anything. United, you know, universal, uh, whatever you want to, whatever you want to apply to the U. Yeah. Uh, that was, that's, that's an older concept from like 2012. Um, but in 2018, when we were in Addis Ababa, uh, in the middle of the concert, it started pouring rain. And so a couple of days earlier, we were in the north of Ethiopia where it was bone dry, like they hadn't had rain in ages. Uh, And one of the indigenous elders uh, um, from the Americas here, uh, a woman named Lila June, uh, who actually did the second uh, one on the Book of One, um, she, along with some indigenous elders, uh, made a, uh, we, we did a rain prayer in this uh in this airport and people were looking at like who are these 70 people like we had buddhist monks you know we had uh you know uh, sufi we had all different religions represented we had it was a really like rainbow coalition of people and it was a beautiful beautiful experience i mean i imagine traveling with 70 people for a week and not having any arguments or any disagreements that's 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 too much love right there like it's all love it was all love (laughs) And it was it was an experience that really inspired me, you know. So we did this rain rain prayer, and then you know, two nights later, we're in Addis Ababa in the middle of the concert. The energy is rising, 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 and it starts to pour rain in the middle of the concert. There was no rain in the forecast for weeks, 
It, I mean, I don't want to say that we did it, but man, you know, uh, there's something to this energy thing. And there's something to positive intention, you know? So that was a real, real tremendous. Uh, I, I still get inspired by it. I still get had chills when I tell the story. You got it. You got, that, that had a chills and cries. That had a, yeah, whew. it. Yeah, beautiful. The people were so, like, the, 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 the people who live in Ethiopia, who, you know, and a lot of, it's a very international uh, city, uh, Addis Ababa, but yeah. the folks who lived there were all just like, wow rain holy shit it's like <laughs> raining this is amazing it was the most amazing thing for folks and a lot of that type of energetic intention you know we talk about channeling the subtle realms that's what we try to do i mean on whatever small level we, we the bands you know like we we vibe with each other on a, on the highest frequency of love you know and when we when we are all aligned and our lives are in a position where we can all like hit that level together Without having to, sometimes we got to support each other and get get there together. You know, we don't always hit the note, um, but we we try to. And when the, when it happens like that, man, it is magic. It is pure, pure magic. So Sydney was one of the cats that I I met on that trip, along with Lila June and, and wow. Quadra Spiri from Ghana. Wow. 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 Wonderful people. Wow. Big shout to everybody listening. If you're just tuning in, Light Warriors is here with us. We have. Three members with us. We got Eric with Jamar and Steven. Um, and we're, we've been talking about a lot of things. Wow. These guys got some. Let me, let me tell you, Dave. That is. I didn't talk to Eric and stuff. Um, and it's just so big to me as well because I am a pan Africanist. I. I'm a big supporter of returning back to the motherland and bringing back our people back to the motherland and everything. And just knowing that he has so much of the experience like that and just met all these incredible people. It's just, it speaks so much volumes of just how important and the vibe is with the music. It's like, honestly, I believe in reincarnation. I feel like Eric and everybody that I am like fucking with right now is like, I knew them in the past. Like, and I, I'm getting too deep, sorry. Nah, yeah, man, we good. Like, it's, it's vibes. All it's I say vibes. is I can't. I don't smoke. That's it. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I can. We're raising the vibrations. This is nice. <laughs> this is nice. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing that I could tell you, man. This is really nice. And the crazy thing is, it's like even before we spoke, even before you guys are telling me these stories. I already was feeling this. I think I was telling you guys that you could you could tell this is just one way full power positivity. So it bugs me out when I find out that it, at one time this wasn't all what it was. You know, there was just too much or people, you know, and 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 I get it. You got to find the right people. They got to find the right tribe. Yeah. We talked about that. We talked about that a lot yesterday on our show finding the right tribe um yeah 70. But, you know there's, there's something to be said yeah something to be said for perseverance and 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 when you do find your tribe to hopefully and just show that it's not so hard for you know we've got lyrics like uh how opposites come together you know um people you talked earlier about we're all from different backgrounds you know we're all from different um i'm 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 an xer i'm a gen xer you know so i'm i'm an older cat and we're different generations and we're making it happen, you know, and, and it's just good, good feelings, man. Like, I love these guys. Um, you know, we, we've, we've worked, we've worked really hard to get to this point even. And I feel like we're just getting started, you know, like our best is still yet to come. You know, we got a whole other album that we're starting to work on. So it's, uh, we're going to be done hopefully by early next year and it's going to be great. There's there's a lot of few questions I like to ask bands from Connecticut after meeting one band from Connecticut, but I'm gonna <laughs> ask that here in a few minutes. Um, what's going on next for Light Warriors? So we we just came off of like a summer of a lot of gigs, uh, so we're taking a little bit of a break and resetting. Um, so the, here's an interesting little story. The night before the this, the Jean Baptiste Live at Five in Stanford show was the pan uh was hurricane ida so i had a gig uh a, a different gig uh in the city it took me five hours to get home i get home at 2 a.m to my basement studio which was flooded uh and 
you know, only I mean, it, it only had a couple of inches of water on the on the ground, and thankfully none of the instruments or, or the gear, all the gear survived miraculously. But I couldn't get the door open, and I'm home at like 2 a.m. It took me five hours to get home, and I got the we got the biggest gig of our our collective career the next day. And, uh, I, you know, it was just a nightmare, <laughs> it was an absolute nightmare. I had to like take out all the rugs. I had to, you know, move the, the gear. It was what? so, so, so what's, what's wild is like, you know, we, we worked that hard. Like that, I think that moment for me personally was how hard everybody was working. Cause everybody works hard. You know, everybody's got jobs. Everybody's just trying to make ends meet. And it's, it's hard in a pandemic, you know, like there's a lot of insecurity. Or Steve and, and Jamar, but I know their, their trials and tribulations just to get to the, you know, just sometimes to get to rehearsals. So there's a, there's a lot of challenges we all overcome to to make it work, you know. But when we get together, regardless of how tired we are or whatever, there's just something magical that happens with this mix of people, and it's a real beautiful experience. Big shout out to everybody out. listening, yo! I'm I'm, I'm, I'm yo, bu- I heard I heard the tell and um. I heard what you were saying, but it came a little slower because my internet's being the ass. Uh, I apologize. You know, uh, I'm gonna kill the video. Um, no, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, froze. We <laughs> saw. Am I for it? Am I froze? No, you're good. You yeah, just sounds like tomorrow's, tomorrow's froze. And he's like ad living over here. Ad what? Ad what? Skis 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 down. We good. We good. Don't worry. God, I love the horns. <laughs> so so yeah. So what's next is like we're, we're we got this. We got a lot of music. horns. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we could find the sample and we're, we'll tell Herm to work that into his. <laughs> We do when we do reggae covers, like we'll just have them set it off, you know. Oh yeah. Um, but we we started recording this record uh, in February 2020, and then we got busy with gigs and pandemic and work and survival and all that. We did the we did Book of One, um, which came out of those sessions. But we're gonna re-record a lot of the stuff that we because we're playing at the best we've ever played. So it's not gonna take us long to do this record. We just gotta you know set some time to get it done, and um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be fire! Like everybody's really feeling, feeling the tracks. I can't wait, man! Shout out to that. What? Let me find yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll give we'll give you a, we'll give you a, an advanced look once it's uh, oh you know, damn shareable. Form. Yes, I'm on the list. You're on the list, baby. <laughs> I'm on the list. I try to yeah. tell them. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, Stanford. You guys see that black flag at the end of. Boston Post Road that has a W. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Okay. Did you I grew guys up seeing that flag? Did you guys ever try to reach out to see if they would probably use your music? <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know who who it is. I try not to get out if I can help it. I I, I work from home, so. Um, I'm trying to see which one of our songs would even be appropriate for that. Uh, type of audience. So I guess but, you I know, guess Jamar, Jamar, Jamar. What was it? Chris, I didn't hear it. Jamar and Chris, they're definitely like really into that scene, so they would probably know how to get us incorporated with that. Wait, he's talking about the w- back in. Listen, listen, listen to what I'm saying, Stanford. Okay, <laughs> you go to the end of the Boston Post Road. You're going down the hill. You see this building with a black flag with a W. Did you ever reach out to them to say, yo, we got these tracks? We have not, but we will. No. <laughs> no. Yo, Steve, tell them what I'm talking about because I don't think they know. Who is that? Uh, he's talking Are you talking about, about WWE? WWE? Yes. Yeah. Oh, the WWE. Yeah, okay. it's right oh, there. Wow. I can't. Oh, wow. You serious, bro? Like... Sorry, man. I like stopped watching biggest. wrestling when I was no, like, no, Dave, Dave, <laughs> it's all about the AEW. Right. Okay, and okay. Know. Let's not. I didn't get in that conversation you know, yet. Them no more. It's all about the AEW. <laughs> I'm not. You threw it out there, I didn't have that combo yet. 
Sorry, uh, Vince McMahon. I feel it. Sorry, he's effing up. I feel it. I yeah, feel it, though. Before it even turned into oh, a heat. Tony Khan. I'm back when it Tony was Khan. Ass, so. <laughs> Man. I mean, they, they gave us memories, right? Yeah, they did. We got legends. <laughs> <laughs> it's still the yeah, talent. I don't know, I don't know, I was that, telling our, him, I don't I was know like, that we got something that would fit that, that scene. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm like I'm like going through the track list in my head. Like, which one would be the maybe the sounding of the trumpets? Maybe for like <laughs> for like when this dude Randy Orton comes out or something like that. I don't know. Maybe C- one day. Certainly not loving the swing. <laughs> I mean, he didn't go. Yo, no, you can't. You know what would be crazy? Oh my god! If you do a certain vert, all right. So sounding of trumpets. If you do like. The breakdown, the solo part, and then you go into like the chaos. I could see it happen. I can see a wrestler coming out on that. Yeah, yeah. I can see a wrestler coming out on that part and just tearing up, just killing everybody in the ring. I can see it. All right. <laughs> Remix hey now. man, it's right we there. Nine of, we won't do nine of sounding of the trumpet though. That's like it's, I'm just saying, it's right there. It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> they got so one. We get it out. When we get it out on the next album, we'll see if we could shop it around that part of Stanford, too. 